Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Josie Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, talented, the lovely, America's Radio Sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Boone. Please welcome to the Josie Show, my guest, William Lee Golden. Hi. Hey, Josie. I'm sitting outside under a tree today, uh, enjoying the, the nice warm weather here in Tennessee. Yes, you are enjoying your best life, my friend. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, I've been a fan of yours, and I just want to congratulate you on the show there and uh, oh. tell you that I'm happy to be here with you today. Oh, well, thank you so much. We're so excited to have you here. And, of course, also you'll be at the Josie Music Awards this year. You're nominated and performing. William Lee Golden and the Golden. Yes, it's uh, me and my family. It's my kids and grandkids. And we got together during the pandemic, and uh, mm-hmm. we had to turn off the television because of all the hate and negative stuff that was coming out. And, and uh, after about three weeks of pandemic and seeing all the hate on television, we felt like it was invading our spirit, and so we had to turn it off. And we were uh, shut out of church, so we got around the piano and started singing old gospel songs from where I first started. My sister and my mother taught me these old gospel songs when I was six and seven. My sister was the talented one in the family and taught me how to play guitar and sing harmonies. She was about three years older. Lynette could play guitar, mandolin, piano, and uh, we played and sang as little kids. Uh, I grew up doing that. Later, my little brother joined us singing and harmonizing. My granddaddy was a fiddle player, and uh, then later on with the Oak Ridge Boys, you know, uh, I've had an illustrious career. Yeah. We uh, sang gospel music for, what, 10 years after I joined the group, and I felt like it was time to kind of expand our music and to sing and more than one day a week, you know, most people uh, only didn't want to listen to gospel music for about one day a week, and so mm-hmm. we found that uh, life is seven days a week, but uh, we've been fortunate, you know, we've always sang gospel music regardless of what country albums, we always added a gospel song to it, and so it was a way of us keeping uh, our Sales grounded to where we're coming from and never lose sight of what uh, our faith is and what brought us to uh, 
First time I was able to sing with bass singers was in high school. I sang with the FFA Quartet. The Farmers of America kids that were uh, was able to play music and sing and uh, compete with other schools that had chapters in FFA. But uh, it was in that group that I sang in the first FFA Quartet and was the first bass singer. And uh, so I've kind of loved Fort Park Harmony ever since that. And, <laughs> and you still continue uh, to do so. And I hope everyone checks out all three of these albums at William Lee Golden and the Goldens.com. It's also on all of the music outlets, so please make sure you check it out. You also have some really great music videos out there as well of the family um, on, like, the front porch. It's very homey. It's very comfortable. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and we've got several more videos. We've got right at 20. I think we've got 20 something music videos that's already cut yeah. uh, out of the 34 songs that we use. We videoed every song, 34 songs. So we have all of that in the can, and uh, I understand that first of next month there's another video coming out, and it's going to be uh, kind of more of a gospel thing. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I can't wait to check out all of what you have coming out. And we are so excited to have you all down for the 8th Annual Josie Music Awards. Y'all are nominated and performing, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So y'all have to come and tune in to see them live. And I want to talk about your book because I read it and I loved it. It was a great read, Behind the Beard. Tell us a little bit about how you first started with the idea of the autobiography, because I think Scott England himself said that it took some convincing to get you on the idea at first. Yeah, well, Josie, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that anyone uh, was interested in whatever my story might be, but there's a, a young man that uh, lives here in Nashville now, but I knew him when he was a, a TV host up in Illinois, and uh, Scott England. Yeah. Uh, Scott, when he used to interview me, the Oak Ridge Boys, different people up in Illinois when he was a host of a TV station there. He's also a producer and director there and a writer of TV shows. And, uh, but he approached me and said, uh, you know, I think you've got a story to tell and I'd like to be the guy to help you tell it. And uh, so I thought about that and I said, okay. Scott came here two or three days a week, we'd sit on the front porch and talk. And I told him, I said, Scott, you know, I'm slow. Uh, sometimes they remember everything. You're welcome to talk to the Oak Ridge Boys or anybody else about what we talked about. Get their side of the story. I'm a, you know, I'm looking at things through my eyes. Other people see things through their eyes. And just get it on. We'll figure out what's going on. So uh, he did. Finally talked to Bill Creech Boys, but the first person he went to was, uh, he put a chapter in there about a song that I had recorded in the late 70s with Bill Creech Boys called Trying to Love Two Women. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Scott went to my first wife, and, uh, mm -hmm. Jean, uh, she's the mother of my three oldest sons, and, mm -hmm. So, boy, she told him how unfaithful I had been and about my girlfriend. <laughs> she talked about things that I would not have talked about. 
Right. She had brought it up in there, but uh, yeah, I learned things in my own book that I didn't know. I'll put it that way. And so uh, she and uh, there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes when I'd be out of town. When you're gone from home over 200 days a year, you know, I'll admit I had uh, I was uh, putting health food. I did love more than one woman, and uh, it didn't work out. That, uh, it don't work out that good. I'm not recommending that, but I did right. that more than once, and uh, I certainly had about the same results. Yeah. I don't recommend that, but no. uh, I've always loved the company of beautiful women, and uh, I can't help it. To me, it's not been a you know, a lot of people look at it as one of my weaknesses, but you know what? When you're in the presence of uh, wonderful women, you feel like you could pick up a loaded gun truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and you have such a beautiful wife right now, by the way. You, she is just gorgeous, and I love how supportive she is of you. She was over uh, at the uh, Opry on your debut for William Lee Golden yes. Golden. She's gorgeous. So, uh, yeah, Simone is... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, our story's in there. Uh, Scott talked to Simone also, and uh, mm-hmm. I've been married four times, and, uh, you know, I've loved all my wives, and I mm-hmm. can't blame any of my wives for any of my shortcomings, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just I have to accept the facts of my failures, too, and that uh, I'm sorry right. that sometimes it's hurt other people, but... Uh, in the end, you know, it's uh, it all comes back to you one way or the other. You know, it's hurtful. You can be set by yourself, too, uh, trying to love two women. It's, <laughs> it's definitely of all the change. So I've been down that road, and I don't recommend it. Uh, but I love that you were open, um, and you did allow Scott to really, you know, look into the inner circle and, and put everything out there in the book. No stones were left unturned. Let's just say that. Everybody uh, has yeah. their perspective, which I think is is wonderful. That's what autobiography is all about, right? So. It should be, you know. It's other people have opinions, too. And the yeah. people that shift that out, you know, it's like with Simone. I first met Simone uh, when she was, like, 18 years old, and, uh, mm-hmm. She was around, but she always had girlfriends, you know, two or three girls with her, and uh, they were like chaperones. And she said, one of them had a camera. But there, she's got pictures of the first time we'd ever met. And, uh, but I was a bachelor. I was a bachelor at that time, but I didn't know. You know, she would. I would see her when we'd be out on the West Coast. She was from San Jose, California. We'd be out that way, and sometimes I'd see her and. Uh, and uh, she painted a portrait of me one time and uh, and gave it to me when she was about 19. And, uh, wow. But then we lost we lost touch after that. She had moved back to Texas. And I saw her one time, I think, after that. But we lost touch. She married, raised a beautiful daughter, and now has a beautiful granddaughter. And mm-hmm. uh, we've been together now for. We're about to have a seven-year anniversary, and uh, so we lived together for a couple of years prior to that. And, uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's a thing that uh, she didn't cause my last divorce. Thank God, I was uh, kind of learned that uh, right. trying to love two women uh, don't work at all at the same time. So uh, you learn. 
absolutely. And Simone is just, she seems like such a beautiful person. I love that you've known her for so long. So you guys already know each other going into it. And um, I love how supportive that she is of your career. And you of her. You're very proud of her as well. You can see that in yeah. in the post. So that's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, uh, you know, it was like when she came back to see us, maybe it was uh, 2009. I think I had not seen her in over 20 years. Uh, I was married, had a young son, and uh, my youngest son, Solomon, will be uh, 21 on uh, August the 10th, coming up here in a couple of weeks. So, uh, but, no, Simone, uh, she come to see me again, uh, and we got to talking, and after my third wife wanted divorce, uh, and mm-hmm. it was after that, about three or four months, I started calling Simone, and uh, we started talking, and was able to kind of put our feelings together of what we were feeling back then, but it was never quite able to get close enough. It was always a crowd around backstage or wherever we were. Yeah. Uh, it was always crowds around her, around me, and I didn't know if she was interested in me or one of these other bands. It seemed like a lot of the band guys was uh, talking with her, but I didn't know, you know, sometimes so you can't take things for granted in life. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm just happy that, uh, to share this season of life with Simone. It's something that uh, maybe, uh, you, you know, you can't trust God's way of uh, working things out in life. Uh, I feel like that there's a reason and a purpose for everything that happens in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it's good or bad, I mean, we got to be able to take the good and bad. So Amen. I feel like, because uh, mm-hmm. life is like the weather. Some days it's beautiful sunshine, puffy clouds, and the next day it's a storm and it raging storms. And so uh, life could be that way. It's about holding on. And, uh, yeah. and never losing focus. You know, that's the thing that I've had to keep going through all when it was going through the pandemic. I had a focus. I had a vision I was following. That vision started about a year and a half before the pandemic, but if I could never get my sons together because they all had separate careers going on. And I was doing 150 days with the Oak Boys every year. Mm-hmm. So getting together and and redoing old songs was something that I couldn't do it, but it's in the pandemic here. And uh, after they lost their mother, and it's like when she was uh, struggling, uh, I was meeting with them. I'd go and visit, and visit her and visit them, and we talked about what I was going to do. Uh, these projects that I'd been wanting to do, and I was sharing that with them. And Rusty and I, would, he'd come out here, and we'd sit around the piano and sing these old songs. And that's where it started, it was just Rusty and I, and I brought Chris and I kept it going. And I never lost my focus because we cut 34 songs, three albums, and an album with the Oak Ridge Boys, four albums uh, that I recorded in a pandemic and did an autobiography. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I feel fortunate uh, because three years ago, we had none of this. Mm-hmm. True. It was facing a pandemic that we didn't realize was coming. Right. But today, 
thank God we survived. What I feel like that we gathered together on audio and pandemic. I know how he was to our family. And I feel like uh, if other people hear it see it, I feel it has the potential to have the same effect on other people that might be struggling with uh, frustrations in life. We're all dealing with situations that we can't handle or do anything about in the foreign world situations. It's, uh, it can be pretty sobering to uh, stop and think about what world's, uh, how the world is today. But, you know, I find that music has a, a way of healing even the worst frustrations about everything. There's uh, healing power in songs and music. And I'm mm-hmm. just glad uh, God has given us the desire to uh, dedicate our time and our lives to uh, to trying to share what we feel so passionate about. Yes. And I, I'm so excited to see everything that you have going on and, and what you continue to do. And I hope everyone checks out, of course, Behind the Beard, the autobiography at williamleegoldenbook.com. You can get it there. And then, of course, williamleegoldenandthegoldens.com. You guys have some great shows coming up. So y'all, you're staying busy because you're also balancing your Oak Ridge Boys schedule as well on top of everything. Wow. Whew. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing 140 days this year. Oh, my goodness. Okay with the Oak Ridge Boys, and uh, we will have another, uh, you know, this will be our, uh, I'm not sure if, I'm, if they've had an announcement on it, but we will be doing another residency at the uh, Opryland Hotel this year, is what I understand. Mm-hmm. What? Our, our, Christmas, our Christmas residence. So each year we make the show different than the year before. And uh, so we've done that for two years now. Off the land. And, uh, if everything holds up with everybody, we uh, plan to do that again. Yes. Oh, that'd be wonderful. I love that. And I'm I'm just, I can't wait to see what is next for you and, and the family. I just love all of you. I've had the opportunity to talk, to talk to Rusty and Chris on the show. And we just had Scott England, actually, on the show to talk about your book. So it's really cool getting right. to know you. Yeah, it's great getting to know a little bit about you and, and hear from the, the man himself <laughs> behind the beard. I appreciate your time. <laughs> Well, I talk so slow, you know, I've kind of kept out of the spotlight for years of, right. uh, because I felt like it, as slow as I talk, that the other guys could uh, probably say things much more eloquent and faster than I could. And sometimes life uh, seems to be about sound bites, and uh, my sound bite seems to be too long sometimes. We love it. We love it. We love we love finding out about you. And I do recommend your autobiography, Behind the Beard. There's great childhood photos in there as well, um, which is really cool. You and your sister and your family. It's just, it's very neat. I love how it's all put together. <laughs> yeah, it's got the FFA quartet pictures in there, too. Yeah. We started singing in quartets. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, there's over 200 photographs in there and a lot of rare photographs of the Oak Ridge Boys for the past, since before uh, Dwayne or Joe and Richard, either one came, uh, joined in 1965. uh, So there's some rare photos in there, even some fan photos that uh, I can't believe I was wearing some stuff that 
Proudly welcomes country music sensation Craig Campbell on October 22nd to JMA Fest for our evening concert at the Troubadour Nashville. Located at 2416 Music Valley Drive. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. JMA Fest 2022. Craig Campbell goes on at 8. Don't miss it. Get those tickets now at www.jmafest.com slash concert. Presented by the Josie Music Association and Country Blast Radio. Seating availability is limited, so get those tickets now. See you there. Sisters in Music hosts Sim Jam Nashville, October 22nd, 2022. Part of JMA Fest 2022 at the Nashville Palace. Our stage is sponsored by Prasad Entertainment, LLC, and C. Natasha Productions. Join us for live music from 12 to 9 p.m. local time. Multiple artists across multiple genres. For more info, please visit www.sistersinmusic.org forward slash events. Hope to see you there. Hey, y'all, this is Ron Stone, and I've got a question for you. Why would you drink plain old whiskey when you could be drinking Garage Oil American Badass Whiskey? Our one-of-a-kind spirit with its proprietary flavor profile was recently voted the best tasting whiskey in Texas. Garage Oil is the smoothest, most delicious whiskey you're ever going to get your hands on. So stop drinking plain old whiskey and go out and get you some American Badass Whiskey. Even the shape of our unique bottle is award-winning. So look for the one with the hot rod on the label and pick up a bottle today, I promise you. It's going to make you smile and have a good time. To find out more about Garage Oil and where to get it, go to garageoilspirits.com. That's garageoilspirits.com. And remember, America, keep your parts lubed. American Bass Whiskey, Garage Oil Spirits, Distilled South Carolina, created later, Texas. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Josie Show today. We're so excited that you joined us. We want to say thank you to all of our JMA Fest sponsors. 
First, we want to say thank you to JMA Fest sponsor, Garage Oil Spirits. Make sure you go and get yourself some of their American Badass Whiskey. You don't want to miss it. And, of course, the Josie Music Awards, definitely a sponsor of JMA Fest. And we want to say thank you to all of our stage sponsors. SIM, Sisters in Music, will be sponsoring the Nashville Palace Acoustic Stage with their sponsor affiliates, Prasad Entertainment and C. Natasha Productions. The main stage is sponsored by the one and only Josie Show and Garage Oil Spirit. The stage is also sponsored by TSAI, Diamond Discovery, Creative Storage, Confidently Ready, Diamonds in the Rough Publishing. So make sure you stop by all these stages. You can find the schedule and everything that's happening at JMA Fest on October 22nd at jmafest.com. Remember to click on the schedule tab. Download it and print it for yourself so you don't miss a single thing. Thank you all so much again for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week and a wonderful weekend ahead. Also, make sure that you do not miss August 26th coming up here at 6.45 p.m. at the Opry Stage in Fiddler's Grove, Lebanon, Tennessee. We will be at the Wilson County, Tennessee State Fair, 6.45 p.m., We'll start our set, and we will have six fantastic performers backed by a legendary group behind them, which is amazing. Most of them have also played at the Grand Ole Opry for so many years. So we are so excited to have this wonderful stage. Thank you to everybody. And remember to join us on August 26th, 6.45 p.m. at the Opry Stage in Fillers Grove, Lebanon, Tennessee, for the Wilson County, Tennessee State Fair. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.